All right, Richard with the uh, Kayak Bass Fishing Podcast. Had an opportunity to sit down yet again with Chris Seldin. Chris, man, brother, appreciate you uh, you jamming in for the podcast. You know, there's probably some people wondering why the hell do I have Chris Seldin on a Kayak <laughs> Bass Fishing Podcast? Hey, hey, Rich. No, I'm glad to be here. And uh, anytime we're on the iCast floor and I bump shoulders with people I've met in the past, I, you know, it's, uh, it's my pleasure to carve some time out and visit. Yeah, and, you know, this goes back to which we were just talking about a few minutes ago, back to Angler's Marine, um, sitting down at a, at a Bass Fest a couple years back. Yes. Uh, over, I mean, it was, and it was really awesome. You know, Jake's sitting there, and we're all at picnic tables, uh-huh. having some In-N-Out burger that was brought in on the scene. Mm. Maybe about the only thing about California you're missing right now. Yeah. Having some family. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you had, you know, Jimmy, Skeet, Rick Klein. That table was packed. Oh, Western legends. Yeah, yes. and, you know, but it was one of those great deals where having some great conversations and that was the first time i realized you didn't start out like in a bass boat no no yeah rich i you know going to those shows and uh, whether it be southern california northern california that's my roots man right. that, that, i grew up fishing out there my fondest memories of learning how to bass fish um, are out of a eight foot inflatable pontoon boat and much like kayak fishing you're at water's level you are right there at eye level with the water surface and i've got very fond memories of just sitting between two eight foot inflatable pontoons bright yellow with aluminum frame and a nice comfortable chair i had a little live well in the the rear there with some pvc rod holders on either side and some of the best memories of of taking those trips out to the california delta there northern california and, and and I had this thing strapped to a yeah. 1993 uh, Ford station Dude, wagon. Dude, I fell out when you said when you told me this story the first time. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. And uh, you know, just just driving that 1993 station wagon out to the Cal- uh, California Delta levees, taking this uh, pontoon boat off the top of it, unstrapping it, and launching it in the Middle River in the south end of California Delta. Put it up full of fish and tackle, and the chicks. I joke all the time the chicks dig, you know, dug it, but they really did not, you know. I kind of had two separate lives. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of a fisherman, you know, uh, you know, off campus, and then on campus, I was, you know, trying to fit in just like a normal, normal teenage teenager, person right? would. And, and I actually hid fishing for a long time. Hid it from the girls because they didn't think it was, it was it was it was cool, you know. And then junior senior year, I was cruising around in a 1969 uh, Ford Mustang. So I had the station wagon and a Mustang that I, I worked on on the weekends as well. But uh, fishing. Although, you know, it, it, uh, it didn't seem like it on campus. I didn't wear the, you know, all the fishing clothes and all that. Kind of hit it, um, but um, I was a fish head from, from the get-go. All right. So, what year was the Mustang you were working on? 1969. Uh, nice. Fastback, Fastback? Mustang oh. with 351 Cleveland Dude. motor. You know, I did the headers and the carburetors and all that stuff and, and uh, Flowmasters with turndowns. That thing was so loud. and. Um, I loaded that thing up too with a, you know with a '69 coupe like that, a fastback coupe. Uh, you know, I loaded fishing rods in the back of that thing all the time too, and we just, right. just cruise out to some of the local foothill lakes and kind of fish off the bank. But I never did strap that eight-foot pontoon boat to the top of that. You think car. maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that would be entertaining. Yeah. So how how do you think that transition that transition really worked for? Or not? How do you think? How did that transition work for you? I, I just took it one step at a time. Yep. You know, here I am, eight, eight, uh, eight seasons into uh, on the Elite Series. Uh, that's eight whole years that have flown by just like that. And, and, right. and I tell the, the young kids all the time, 
you want something, it's cliche, but if you want something, go after it. Set realistic goals for yourself and take the appropriate steps uh, to reach those goals. So my goal was, you know, at 15, 16, 17 years old, learn how to bass fish out on the California Delta or, or up there at Clear Lake. My goal was to make it as far as I possibly could in the sport, and to me that meant the Bassmaster Elite Series. So that was my dream, that was my goal. It was up to me to get there. It was up to me to take the appropriate steps. And that happened to be um, local tournaments out of my kickboat. I was fortunate enough to win a couple of those. So local tournaments, um, you know, out of boats where uh, my partners, you know, uh, neighbors, we'd enter tournaments as, for, as a team. Um, you know, so I went from kickboating to te local team tournaments to uh, regional pro-ams. Fortunate enough to win a couple of those as an amateur. But the big one was in 2005, uh, fishing as an amateur. And uh, we fished a Bassmaster Open up on Clear Lake. And in 05, I won that tournament. And the pri first place prize was uh, a brand new Triton bass boat. Courtesy of Kent Brown. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, went to <laughs> oh, yeah. Kent Brown up there, no oh, doubt. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Bass was was uh, was giving out a boat then, and I used that boat from about 2006 through about 2009 to really learn the ins and outs of of, of professional fishing. Right. And because so that I, dynamic, and that's the thing, that dynamic changes. It does a lot. It does. No, it absolutely does. So um, you know, at that age, in 19, 18, 19, 20. Um, you know, a professional means different things than a professional means now. Here I am sitting on the ICAST floor, it's 2019. Right. And being a professional means, you know, being in the on camera and being kind of in the spotlight and, and representing the sport well. And uh, I feel like we're doing a good job of that over at, at, uh, at Bass and Bassmaster.com and social media and things like that. But being a pro at, at 19, 20 years old meant different things. Basically, back then, it just meant entering as a professional and, um, and, and you know, putting your name on the roster and, and competing in these tournaments. So, definitely means different things, but, uh, but I'll never take for granted how I got here. Absolutely. So, what would you change? I mean, um, that's a, and that's a tough question that's because a very tough one because I'm not, I wouldn't say you've had an easy road because yeah. I know there's been some there's been some slumming on couches uh -huh. and there's been suffering that goes through the time. Oh yeah, without a right? doubt. Um, but what would I mean? Would you go back and change? What would I change? Ah. Man, I don't know. That is a very tough question. I, I do know that um, you know I had some advice from uh, you know some of my mentors growing up, some of the West Coast guys that really. Uh, that really made it in the sport. Mm -hmm. um, a couple rules, you know. Obviously, one, don't burn any bridges, and that, and that. Uh, that's tough. You know, that's 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 that, that goes with life, man. I mean, that's that's just a rule of life. Is you know, always be kind to people, and 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 especially so in the fishing world because the industry is so small, and it, uh, you know, you could, you know, you could really tick someone off on on a Monday, and then that that same Friday, you know, you might be working for the guys. So right. Um, so yeah, don't burn any bridges. And the other, the other good piece of advice is, you know, it's everyone has their own path. There's no set or given pathway for you to take or steps you need to take. Everyone has their own different path. And with, you know, social media nowadays, that's probably one thing I'd, I'd change is get on social media and the YouTube thing sooner. Right. Um, which only occurred in the last, you know, seven, eight years, I would say. So getting on that a little bit sooner, that, that's probably what I'd, I would change most. Um, but everyone has their own different path, um, and um, just you know, take your own path and move at your own pace, and uh, represent your sponsors well, and and um, 
also aligning yourself with sponsors and partners that have the same goals and values, that's huge. You can't work for someone if you don't believe in their product or, or right. you know, or if you don't have the same goals. You know, if they you know, if they wanna see you doing one thing and in your heart it doesn't really line up with what you wanna do or where you wanna go, then that's not a good partnership. Um, so um, yeah, there's a little bit of insight okay. there. The uh, you mentioned mentors, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, what age do you think you need to start looking at having a mentor for all, our, the, for all the younger anglers out there, and even and even some of the older ones? Yep. You know, what do you what do you think a, that right time frame is? Yeah, no. Uh, just as just as soon as you start to understand what a mentor is, or whoever you idolize. I remember, oh man, I was probably. I, mean, I played hockey growing up, so I had a lot of you know people I watched on 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 the ice, you know, and just saw how hard their work ethic was, how great their work ethic was. Um, so I, you know, whatever age you start to realize it, man. When you right. start to idolize people and emulate them and imitate them and try to reach the same goals, um, that's cool, man. That's really cool. That's why it's so important for me now that I'm 34 years old and on camera and on the big stage. Uh, that's why it's super important to, to, you know, always send a positive note, positive vibe out there because I know there's a 11 or 12 year old Chris Zaldane that's watching, you know, and, right. and idolizing and wanting to be where I'm at. So it's really important to um, kind of represent it well. So wait, 34, you mean you're not an overnight success? <laughs> it took a while, man. Yeah, it took, I, I would say that's a punch in the face number, to all the people yeah. that think, seem to think this happens overnight and you know, yeah, oh, if poof. I were, yep. If I were to give it a number, I would say it's about 10 years in the making. You know, right. it really is about 10 years. I mean, it's pretty much a lifetime if you, if you really think really about go it. down to it, right? Yeah, I mean, you guys. But, I mean, you were you were in Cali. Yeah. You left there. You were in Nevada for what three years, I think. Yeah, yeah. We, we did some. Um, you know, we did some uh, Colorado River fishing from Lake Mead to Havasu. Um, that was, I think, year three and four on the elites after we uh, after after I got married to Trait there. Right. And then, uh, and then we determined it was just too far of a drive, and, and, and Fort Worth, Texas is now my home, and that's where uh, I love staying, and it's kind of central, and it's just easy to get to all the tournaments that they have right. all throughout the South. And then here we are in, in, uh, in July, and we're about to start our northern swing here. Right. So St. Lawrence River, uh, Lake St. Clair, um, you know, you know those fisheries. It's a lot easier to travel from to get to. Texas to there. How are you like living in Texas versus living in Cali? I may um, or may not have spoken to trade about this yeah, no, earlier and know the answer, but I figured I'd ask anyway. I've always growing up. Um, I didn't really know what California living was until I was a teenager. You know, I started realizing, oh man, the weather is great. I started traveling outside of the outside of the state. I'm like, man, this is some weird weather. It's so hot and humid right. out here. And then you start, to, you know, you don't, you take it for granted almost, and then you start traveling outside. And you're like, man, this weather's crazy. But there's always one state in the back of my mind where I was like, okay, if I ever move out of California, it's going to be Texas, only because of uh, I'm a gun guy. I love guns. You know, the gun, the lax gun laws, and just um, how Texas handles themselves as a state. Right. The fishing's awesome. I don't hunt, but you know, just there's a lot of outdoors, man. There's a lot of gun-toting Americans. Yeah. In Texas, and that's what I love, man. I love that. There you go. All right, man. So what is next? I mean, what what's next for you? What's the next big goal that that Chris Saldane like? 
lays in bed like this is what I want next. I got yeah, have it's it. and that conversation's been popping up uh, all over the ICAST floor the last two days. Next big goal is just to work with um, you know the organization that's 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 been there for me in my whole career, and that's Bassmaster. Uh, right. There's been a lot of shakeup in the industry where oh, yeah. a lot of guys a lot. Uh, moving here, moving there, retiring. Um, Bassmaster is the strongest brand in bass fishing. I don't care what anyone else says. Bassmaster is the strongest brand. It always has been, and I believe it always will be. And just to represent them well, and also in turn uh, represent my sponsors well on that Bassmaster platform. So it's kind of a three-legged partnership with each and every logo on this jersey here. Again, this is a conversation that's been brought up a lot on the ICAST floor, and I'm just real anxious to see some of the projects and things coming right. up. And, um, with all the digital content and material that's expected of us and my sponsors, I just can't wait to deliver it and shoot it and let the world see all that stuff. So, be fun. And in the midst of that, and a tour in the North Swing of the Tour, Ooh, you got yeah. an architect working on the Barn Dominium. Yep. Yep. Double because now yep. this is a good one because it's true. two anglers now married. It's not yeah. the so it's not the husband this, with the wife running everything. This, you know, Ike's got Becky that runs uh -huh. all of that crap. This right? Is, yeah, this is pretty funny. We uh, so, so who who runs who's running that show? Yeah. So what we have is uh, we just met with the the architect to build our home here. We we, we bought a couple lots on Lake Bridgeport in Texas, and uh, when we met with the architect a week ago. It was the first thing, he, he didn't know us. Right. And the first thing I said when I sat down in his, at his desk there, he goes, oh, so you guys want to build a home and this and that? I go, here it is, man. We've got two trucks, we've got two boats. Overall length is 49 feet. I want to be able to pull up to my driveway, into my garage, side by side with my wife, and you write the details out. That's all that matters. Truck, boat, tackle, and then build around that. And he goes, got it. <laughs> so I'm anxiously uh, waiting to see what uh, what he comes up with design-wise right. for a drive-through garage for two trucks, two boats, and all of our fishing tackle. Right, and then forget about the living space. I don't care about that. Well, Just, and it's right. Tell me about the living space a little bit anyway. Yeah. That you guys were going to make sure that you had a, a place uh -huh. for people. Yep. Right, people yep. to crash, and yeah, that's, that's that giving cool. back piece. And I'll let you explain yep. the thought process behind that. That's yeah, always cool, whether it's family or friends or you know most of the people we know on tour. Man, it's it's hard. It's hard starting out on tour, and I don't. I, I can't tell you how many beds I've stayed in the first three or four years of my career. I, strangers, you know, strangers' homes. Anyone that had a, you know, when we're traveling along. Oh yeah, come stay with us or whatever. Okay, cool. I don't know you. You could be a serial right. killer. I'll still stay with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but most of the people are super cool and super friendly. But we want to give back in that way with. If any of the younger Elite Series anglers are cruising by, hey, you can stop by and chill out and stay right. as long as you want. So, well, be careful. You of... may get some kayak anglers now that you said where you live. Yeah. You may get some kayak guys stopping by too. Yeah, Lake Bridgeport's an awesome place to fish. There's some yeah. good frog fishing. Deep I've not, I have not fished there. I, mean, I grew up, you know, grew up in Texas, and uh -huh. I, I have not fished there. So, that's uh, that's one trick was talking about earlier. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna have to be checking that out. Uh huh. For sure. So. Okay, well, I know you've got to go. Yeah, Rich. I appreciate the time, brother. And, no problem, okay, man. I do have one last question. Okay. You ready? Yeah. In and out or Whataburger? Oh, you by knew this was coming. Far in and out, man. By go. far in and out. There you go. And, 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 uh, and but why? Uh, but why? Yeah, because it's special sauce, man. That Thousand Island dressing they put on there, dude, so good. It's all about the so secret sauce. So huh? secret sauce. Super, right. super good. I figured yeah. I figured I'd wrap it up that way since uh -huh. that's that's where you and lunch I met was time. over having lunch. Yeah. In and out, big yeah. big deal. So yeah. 
just wrap it up that way. So next time I guess I'm coming out cool, to Rich. Texas, I'll let, let you know and maybe I'll to. I know you've got some in and outs around there, but they're not the same. Nope, not nope, the same. they're not. All right, brother. Hey, thanks Thank again. You. Appreciate it, bro. Take care, man. All right, guys, thanks.